With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Something. A terrible thing happened in Toronto a couple of weeks ago. Some crazy guy got into a van and drove it up the sidewalk on a very busy street at lunchtime, and he was deliberately hitting people. Okay, and the ten people died before it was over. When this guy was brought to court, his father was there. The guy, the criminal, was only 25 years old. His father was there in court. He was looking like the most depressed person you've ever seen but when he left the reporters didn't say to themselves hey this guy is so sad he's so unhappy we should leave him alone for a while give him a little space no they crowded around him pushing their microphones in his face and shouting questions like how do you feel how do they think he felt okay and that's what they have to do unfortunately it's their job and if they don't do it they're going to get fired. But still, you have to wonder, what kind of person could excel at a job like that? I'll tell you, someone who has no pity and no feelings for other people. Doesn't that sound right? And let me ask you this. Aren't headhunters a bit like that, too? Their success depends on finding the right people and getting through to them, even if they don't want to be found. Look at the questions we ask on this show. How many times do you call a person before you give up? How many emails do you send? Do you leave voicemail? How many voicemails do you ask people how much they're earning the first time you meet them? Good recruiters feel entitled, not entitled, entitled to do this. They are willing to push and they don't care if people don't like them. And if you don't believe me, stay tuned for Jerry. Jerry! What show is it? The Recruiting Animal Also, thank my sponsors, Martin Snyder, the boss at PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army Knife of Recruiting Software, and Nin Tran, N I N H Tran, the COO of Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, the Super Duper Sourcing Tool, and finally, Nick Livingston, the CEO of 
HONIT, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. I myself believe that if you have a good company name, you don't have to spell it, but nobody agrees with me. Okay, before we get going, Jerry's not here. He's busy. Every time I announce the show, he's always writing on Facebook, it's not your show, it's our show. But then he doesn't bother showing up, okay? Still expects to get paid. So he's not going to interrupt me when I say that before we get going, there's a guest coming on the show in a few weeks. His name is Dualta. I guess that's how he's, I call him Dewey. Dualta Doherty. And he started his own podcast, everybody's got one now, and he wants to uh, interview recruiters who started their own agency, just like the guest today, Will Thompson. If you have started your own agency and you want to speak to someone who isn't me on a podcast, go over to Facebook. I put a poster up there. Tell them you're in the market for an interview. I'm sure it's going to be fun, okay? Dewey or Dualta Doherty. Okay. Now. Going to go to our guest, Will Thompson. Are you here? Don't say I'm no. here, man. Thank you. Oh, you're full of energy today, too. I'm glad to see it. And you prepared a song, right? What is it? I I did. So uh, the other about a, uh, three weeks ago, I went to go see the the Foo Fighters. I don't know how, if you like them or not, Animal. But man, oh. I was. I, I, I tell you what, Dave Grohl is amazing, but. He came out with this song all my life, and it's been around for a long time, but it totally fits in with recruiting, and it, it's a good intro to the show. So if you want me to sing it, I'm going to play it, and then I'll sing it together. But you have to sing along. Does that sound fair? Yeah, sure. All right, man. So you ready? Yeah. All right. Hold on. It's Hold on. Why didn't you key it up with the words? My life, I've been searching for something, something never comes, but nothing, nothing satisfies. But I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the road. All night long, I dream of the day. When it comes around, it's taken away. Leave me with the feeling that's killing most. Feel it coming to life when I see your ghost And I'm done, done, on to the next one Done, done, and I'm on to the next one Done, done, and I'm on to the next one Done, done, and I'm on to the next one Done, I'm on to the next one Done, done, I'm on to the next one Done, done, and I'm on to the next one Done, and on to the next one Okay, I guess you what told it? us that you like you're 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 a cold caller. Get on that phone, right? Doesn't work <laughs> out. Get on to the next call. Is that what you're telling us with that? Uh, with no, that I'm telling you that uh, once you close a deal, you're never satisfied. You got to go to the next mm-hmm. one. It's like uh, mm-hmm. never quenched. If you if you uh, if you recruit and you stop, even if you're doing well, it's not a good thing. You got to you got to keep have this have this ability to keep going. Okay, i got to congratulate you. You are one of the first guys who's taken it on himself to get a song and sing it, okay? <laughs> one point for the show. You're, his name is Will Thompson. On Twitter, he's at Will Thompson, W-I-L-L-T-H-O-M-S-O-N. Okay. No, 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 no. you got it wrong. It's, it's at Will Recruits. Oh, at Will Recruits. Am I stupid today? Gee That's all right, man. That's all right. It's not all right. Don't tell me what's all right on my show. Hey, look, let's get down to business, okay? 
and this is Jerry's question. He's not here for it, though. In your fee agreement, do you warn people uh, that if they discover in their ATS the person you're presenting to them, if you have a candidate, you come to them with a great candidate, then after you've sent the resume, they say, oh, we got this guy in our ATS. We're not going to pay you. Do you warn them that that's not going to go over very well? You know, I, that's happened a bunch. Um, I mean, it happens more and more with all the applicants out there and corporate recruiters. And, you know, I, I typically talk to the, the candidate and said, hey, listen, someone had applied to your job and uh, at X amount of time ago, you know, three months ago, six months ago. Um, and, you know, no one's ever contacted them. Usually they get lost in the ATS. Um, and then, then they'll say, well, who is it? And they said, well, no, we haven't done anything with them. Let's interview them. But usually uh, it's a pretty easy conversation. Um, but I, I won't send them over unless I have that conversation saying, hey, you know, here's somebody that applied a while back. No one's ever contacted them. What do you feel about it? Hold on. You don't, put, you, don't put, you don't get it in writing. You don't get it in writing first. You actually give the person no, a name over the phone. No, I I probably should, but I don't. Have they ever, anyone tried to cheat you? I haven't had one that's tried to treat me. And in fact, I've had this. I had this conversation three times last year. I had two placements out of it. I, I've had it twice this year, and I've had one placement from it. And it's just they've missed them. Okay. And that happens. But what if? What happens with the candidate? You tell the candidate, "Hey, have you ever applied to this company? Is that what you do?" Yes, every time. Okay. He he says, "Yeah, I did apply." And so let's say you actually came back. They they told you, "Listen." Listen, Will, Tom, uh, Will Thompson, Will Recruits, we're not going to pay you for somebody if we find him in our, in our own database. And you say, okay, I'm not doing business with you. I'm not presenting this guy. That's what you would do, right? I just wouldn't present him. I'd find someone else. Okay, but what would the candidate do? You go back to him, and what do you say? I can't present you because they won't pay me. He's going to call them directly, won't he? Usually, if they haven't been contacted, then it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, that's, they'll, they'll want, okay, want me to represent Okay, you're dodging the question. Well, I, would, I mean, that's how I would handle it. I, I would, I don't, I've never had a situation where a candidate that I've talked to about an opportunity has gone back to him and got hired by the company um, after I'd sold them on the role, and they said they wouldn't take me. I mean, the fees have never come into issue. Okay, okay. You tweeted – earlier this year, that you've got a lot to say about recruiting, but you're not going to say it. You're going to keep your mind. What were you thinking when you wrote that? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, oh, vividly. So, I mean, I don't know. I I, I just don't feel like I, I don't blog anymore. I mean, I, I, I spent a lot of time doing that. I wrote uh, probably four times a week four years ago, and that's a lot. I mean, I wrote for my website. I wrote for Jessica Miller. I mean, I, I wrote – for ERE, what wrote for everybody, and you know, I'm just I got really tired of it. So, you know, I I would rather just be quiet. Our business is strong; it's growing. You know, I'm, I'm careful about what I okay, say. Okay, so this was all about so so the social media strategy. Uh, is Kelly Robinson here? He said he wanted to take Jerry's place, but you know, maybe he was just bluffing. Right okay, on. if he's here, he can ask you a question. Okay, so you're saying that this social ma- uh, uh, so- social media strategy that people like to promote, you know, blog, 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 get your content out there. You said I had enough about it, enough of it, and it wasn't worthwhile enough to maintain. If it was a gold mine, you would still be doing it, right? Well, it, it, it kickstarted my career, Animal. You've known me for 
five years or what have you. And if without my website and without my blog, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to start Bullseye Recruiting as an, into an agency. So I don't. I, don't I, knew, you, I knew you before Bullseye Recruiting. By the way, I went to Bullseye Recruiting this morning, and my uh, antivirus software told me it was blocking it because there's no some way. malware. I need to get that. Yes. Uh, it needs, it needs okay. an update. It's, uh, maybe it's just my, uh, my software's lousy, but you should check it, okay? Well, thank some you. other mistake uh, you made. Yeah, you made some animal? other mistake, too. Yeah. Animal? Yeah. Yes. I Kathy. Kathy Hi. Hi, Will. It's Kathy Anderson. How are you? Hey, how are you, Kathy? I'm doing great. You know, I've got to tell you something. Animal... Your name on this show is not Anderson. It's oh, you're right. Manic, and you better Hi. learn that, okay? And my son's changing his name to my married to my maiden name, so I'm very proud. But anyway, the other thing, Animal, that... that I'm sure Will has touched on in his cell of candidates that he find that may be in the ATS is, as Shally says, I forget what the percentage is, but I think there's like 30% of candidates in ATSs that have never even been looked at. So Will's selling point could be that, look, at this is your black hole, and I found it. So, yep. you know, that's another thing that you can sell. I mean, they didn't look yeah. at them. Oh God, well, they just get lost. I mean, they're in there somewhere, and I mean, the candidate would be are usually over the moon to have you represent them. I mean, that's, right? Really? And in the, in the company, and the company will usually say, "Hey, if you found this, they're so desperate to find good people that usually they'll uh, they'll take it." I mean, sometimes they won't, but I always ask that question up front. Okay, five years ago, uh, you, you tweeted to me. Right, you said. Oh, Why are there so many people in talent acquisition who are so darn stupid? You could do a whole show <laughs> on stupid people. Who were you thinking of at that time? Do you remember? Five years ago. <laughs> so here's the thing that I learned from Steve Levy at one point in time. Yeah, I think he was on the show with Matt Lauer talking about. Listen, you. Anything you write, anything you say, goes with you to your grave, and that's why. That's another reason why I don't say a lot of things on social media anymore. I don't think everybody in talent acquisition is stupid. I think You didn't say everybody, of... but you said many people. So you're, are you withdrawing that, just like you withdrew your statement about teaching monkeys to be recruiters? Now you're saying people. <laughs> there's not a lot of people in talent acquisition who are stupid? Are you, are you taking back what you said? Here's my thought on recruiters. Right now there are too many openings. And there are not that many people, not that many recruiters that are talented that uh, have been trained. Not that they can't become good recruiters, it's just they haven't had the experience out there. And, I, and you know, I, I think with time they'll get better, but um, there are a lot of recruiters that are new to the business. And, and we are. And they're stupid. And they're stupid? Them. Are they not stupid? Them That's stupid. All? I, you know, those words are pretty strong, and I won't use those They're anymore. not my words, they're yours. <laughs> Five years Your ago, words. man. <laughs> okay, when you call people, when you call people, do they ever get mad at you when you approach people, either by email or phone? I haven't had that happen in a long time. Okay, so you know, Jerry and I had a controver- controversy on on Facebook uh, about whether a recruiter needs to have a thick skin. Some people say yes, some people say no. What's your take on that? Recruiter has to have thick thick, thick skin. I mean, you're going to get rejected so many times. And you've interviewed enough recruiters over the years. I mean, if, if if you can't take no for an answer from a client or a candidate, then then you shouldn't be in this business. I mean, you, you have to you have to have extremely thick skin. 
Uh huh. What if you call somebody up? Uh, uh, do you cold call or email first? We we have to establish that. You know, I don't call. I don't cold call a lot of people. I I do a lot of it via email, and I set up appointments, which is probably different than a lot of recruiters. But the reason I do that is I I, I want to make sure I have their undivided attention. Well, you set up appointments. What are you using? Calendly. Or just you know, email. it's the same one that Stacy Zapar uses. I'll, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it's yeah. Okay, fantastic. well, how am I supposed to know what that? You don't even know well, what you're hold using. On. I can, you book me. Have you heard of it? You, you book me. Okay, I have heard of it. Well, okay, it's I, great, so man. And it, I, I tell you what, without a good calendar tool, it's it's really hard to get your calendar set uh-huh. up right. So what do you, do you pay for? You book me, or is it free? I did. I paid for it. You pay for it. Okay. And you it's used it just on here or something. Yeah, you used it on her say so. That's it. That was how you decided to get that one. If yeah, I liked her Stacey. the way she did it, and and I, I did the uh-huh. same thing. Okay, good for you. Okay, yeah. so uh, so if you contact someone by email, how many emails do you send? You know, I'll probably, I have the tool also that tells you how many if they've been read or not. So if they, yeah, I'll usually send two or three. I'm not going to harass them to death, but. If they missed it or they haven't read it, then I'll send another one. Or if they just read okay. it once. So you're really only talking to people who want to talk to you. Is that essentially it? People that are you, interested you never, in the opportunity. You never, get somebody, that, you never get someone on the phone who's, you know, is not is unprepared, you know. You never talk to them unless they've actually agreed to have that conversation. I think it's respectful. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's the way I operate. But uh, I know anybody. Anybody want to take him on here? Anybody? Anybody want to talk to him? He sends three emails. He sends three emails. If they don't say okay, yeah, he's making. Go ahead. Finally, got to turn my line on. Jerry. Hey, Will. Jerry, What's if up, you man? would come, if you would be here on time, don't pretend you've been waiting the whole time, eh? If my life was as easy as a Canadian shut-in, <laughs> oh. then certainly I'd be on time every time. Oh, my Jerry. Oh. However, I'm busy running a real life here. Yeah. <laughs> this is America. We got something going took, on. He, We're not sitting around waiting his, for government health care. Yeah, he took his kid out for a hamburger. You tell him what you were doing, okay? That's yeah. important, man. That's important. That's, that's more important than talk. But Will, being one of the greatest recruiters I've ever met, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I hurried up, and instead of eating inside, and we went to the Taco Bell, by the way, we brought the tacos home. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Will just what, agreed with you, here, Jerry. So far, Will where agreed with you. Yeah, Will said you don't have to have a thick skin to be a recruiter. I and didn't reason- say that. I said you have to have very thick skin. Okay, but you only talk to people who want to talk to you, okay? So when did like they get to say no? A thick skin for that, and I agree. When, when, Will, when did they I'll say no? I'll tell you who no? needs a thick skin. The Ooh. guy showing up on my front porch with a sweeper. That guy needs <laughs> the balls. Thank you. Okay. Some emails around. No, no. You don't need a thick skin for somebody to okay. not reply to your email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How harmful is that to your ego? Never heard back from my hundred emails I sent. Yeah. That okay. Doesn't require well, a thick skin. Yeah. I mean, here, if, if someone doesn't reply to two or three emails or they've read it once, they don't want to talk to you. I mean, I want somebody that's interested in talking or at least has is, is exploring yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. Okay. So other, what other, 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 other waste of my time. 
I mean, I don't want to try saying, to... Yeah. Don't cut me off. What do you say in your email then? What's in the subject line? What's in the subject line? Well, it depends on the, the search. I mean, if it's Gosh. an executive search or if it's, you know, what I'm, I'm looking for. But usually I hit upon something that's, that, that, like their, their background, let's say they went to the University of Iowa or, you know, I was a SIG at that old Miss. I'll say something. Oh, hey, the other day I sent one said, hey, I see that you went to, you're a Hawkeye and my wife went to Iowa and I, I'm a, I went to Ole Miss and was a SIG app, and I see that you've been doing this for X amount of years. And, listen, I'm doing an executive search and love to have opportunity to speak with you. And I, the, the chance for someone responding to that are a lot higher than just – Okay, just a, so you, a, don't, you don't talk you know. about the job. You don't talk about the job. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give enough – I'll oh, give Jesus. enough to whet their appetite, but I'm not going to give a job description. That's crazy. Yeah, really. I am almost embarrassed to have my name associated with this show. No kidding. The oh, Jerry and Animal why? Recruiting Show. Why? My it's God. Jerry, Jerry, I mean, Jerry and Alan are ridiculous are, questions. I, Jesus, no. I mean, really, are you just so hurt that you didn't get on that top ten list that you're trying to get all these uh, yeah. newbies listening now, to this thing? I didn't, Alan, I didn't get on the top 50 list, okay? It wasn't top ten. I didn't make it to the top 50, okay? What okay, list are you now, talking about? Hey, well, oh, I don't know. people he, to follow on Twitter, you know, recruiting. Oh, good uh, God. Thought yeah, I know, Jesus. But hold on a second. This is not ridiculous. I want to know for my person. I want to be as successful as Will, and I want to know what goes in the subject line and, you know, what goes in, in the body of the email. And he's just saying, well, good I, question. I, so, I, I mean, I'll, I'll usually say I'm, I'm doing executive search for a, a firm in Miami, and I'll say executive search. I'd like to speak with you about it. A general manager for the translations industry. Can we speak? And then what I'll, about I'll in your in. subject line? What about your subject line? Because that I I always struggle with that. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, just some, I mean, it's it's. Hey, listen, I'm doing no, an executive she search. No, answer her question. I asked you the same question ten times already. I just told what you. What goes in the subject line? What goes Let in the answer. subject line? Listen to me, will you? The subject line. I just told you. The body of it. I go into the the. the uh, the role a little bit just to whet their appetite. You know, this guy's so slippery. I, I don't know how he recruits anybody. Animal, so, he's so giving that, you the right answer. Animal, do you believe that there is some kind of Shazam tricky subject line technique? Yeah, he does. He yeah, does. like he thinks, flaming he, hot Cheetos. Look, man, I, all okay. I'll say well, is yeah, I'll, I'll say, that, I'll say yeah, listen, I'd like to speak, by case you know, I'd, I'd put thing, the name man, of the job title. Absurd. We're all talking over each other. This is crazy. Um but that's what I put in my subject line. Okay. Look, yeah. let, me right. ask, let me ask you another question. So let's say you say they, they call you up and they say, hi, Will, I got your email, and, you know, or they arrange to speak to you, and, and then yeah. you deliver a bit more about the position, and they say no. This is where we're coming back, coming back to the thick skin. What do you say to them? Do you, how do you say when they say, I'm not interested, what do you say next? The first thing's first, and they never say no to me. They're, they're all, you know. I do a great job. Do you know how job. smooth Will actually is, Animal? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He told me he needs to have a thick skin this because people say no all the time. This weaseled his way into my lifelong friendship hunting party of guys. <laughs> oh, I forgot That's about that. That's how smooth this dude is. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, here we are in South Dakota partying down, and I'm like, Will, you are so cool. All I wanted to do was walk around taking pictures with him. Yeah. <laughs> me and Will, my buddy. Hey, Good. Oh, my God. So this smooth, is turning I'm into a you. romance. 
Yeah, kind of a bromance, yeah. kind of. Can we get on with the topic, or can I just hang up and get I, to I, I'm happy topic. to. You know Subject what? Lines, I'm, I'm gonna flaming hot I'm gonna Cheetos. Do, I, yeah, yeah I got to do an ad. I have to do an ad. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey here's something I it's recruiting animal for PC recruiter. Here's something I saw on Quora the other day. Recruiting is fragmented. You got one recruiter recruiting salespeople I in the travel on industry. Quora. <laughs> I like Quora. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I thought it you hit the mute not, button. Sorry about that. You got you another that? recruiter. Do thanks, Jerry, for interrupting. Sorry. You're doing another recruiters doing contract technical recruiting in the data space. The difference between them is night and day. So it's hard to say which ATS is best. According to this guy on Quora, it depends on the kind of job the recruiter is doing. But that's not true for not PC true. recruiter. PC Recruiter is good for all kinds of recruiting and all sizes of recruiting teams. And you know why? Michael G. Cox, are you there? Yes, I am it's, here. What is PC it's Recruiter? What's the magic word? Configurable, yeah! Or my new one is adaptable. They don't impose their ideas on you. You get to shape the software to suit the way you work. And if you don't know how to configure it yourself, they have a fabulous support team to help you. Every guest on this show who uses PC Recruiter says so. It doesn't matter if you're a member of a big team in a big company or a solo recruiter like Will Recruits, you know, in your basement or garage or wherever. They will take care of you, big or small. They love you all. So go check them out at PCRecruiter.net. Okay, thank you. Back to Will Thompson. Okay, hey, well, Michael G. Cox is one of the best recruiters as well. I, I, he's incredible. Now His he mother was a, a, a vicious taskmaster, so now he, he works hard. She sent him out to work in the field in the summer, okay? He just told me on Twitter. He worked like a like a demon in the summertime. I thought I had bad summer jobs. His takes the cake. Who's like it's a, hot in San Antonio and Austin, man. But he was up in Oregon, okay, when he was said that. Don't don't make it worse than it was. Okay, so we finished with the email, uh, and the people never say no to you. They all say, yeah, well, I, mean, I, I want to talk about this job, right? But they don't all. So if they say, say no, yeah. let's talk about the question. Ask me again. I gave well, when answer. they say no, I'm not interested, what do you say? Do you try to persuade them? Yeah, I'll, I'll give them enough information and say, hey, listen, let me, let me tell you a little more. And, and if they say no, I'm not going to, you know, I'll say, I completely understand. What are your concerns with the role? And say, well, I'm pretty happy where I am. And we'll leave it at that and I'll ask for referrals. I mean, I think that's, that's essential. I mean, if, I'm, I'm going after very targeted searches, so I, that's why they hire me over. You know, just using a corporate recruiter. Hold so on a second. If I'm doing that, I'm asking for referrals. Okay. Glenn Cathy, hold on. Glenn Cathy is a visionary. It says so on his LinkedIn profile. Yeah. And he, I'll give and him he that. Said, he said it's absurd to ask for referrals on the first contact. Are you with the visionary or against him? I, you know, you, you've got to build some kind of rapport. I, I hear what Glenn's saying. But, I mean, if you're building enough rapport on the phone, then why not ask for a referral? You know, it could be another – if you invest time in them and find out what they want, because a lot of people are saying, you know, I don't, I'm not interested in this job, but I want this. I ask those there questions. I'm like, hey, listen, so you're not – you don't like this job. What are you really looking for? I said, well, if I can find you an opportunity that has this, would you be interested in talking? Let's stay in touch. And usually build long-term relationships that way. And then asking for a referral isn't as hard. 
You know, a lot of this, okay. though, animal. I mean, you're always looking for a for an exact. Yeah. What do you say when X happens? Well, if somebody's going to say no, there's a dozen different ways that they're going to say no. One mm-hmm. guy might say, "The only reason I dialed your number was to tell you to shove it up your ass." <laughs> now, are you going to ask that guy for a referral? Probably not. But if somebody says, "You know, man, that sounds like a that sounds like a great job. I just, uh, yeah, I just started here a couple months ago. I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think now's the time to be looking into something." You're going to have a different conversation with that person. Yeah, absolutely. But no, recruiting animal wants a very canned reply for everything that you could ever hear. Yeah, not recruiting get animal it. knows that maybe there's five, five. There's maybe there's not one, but there's five standard replies. Okay, there's not. You're coming in, in into the same situation. You're encountering it over and over again. Just like the chess masters, what they do is they look at the old boards from the famous games. They memorize them because they know these situations are going to come up again and again. And there's a standard response. Don't tell me that doesn't exist in recruiting. And so that's why I'm asking Will. Okay, what if they no, say... I, I don't buy that. For, I don't buy that. There is. Okay, I agree with you, Animal. There is a standard answer. Who's that? I agree Who agrees too. with me? Let's hear yours. This is Paul Paul, Paul Littman. The answer oh, Paul, is, good. great. Why is that? Okay. What, what happens when Will says to the guy... Uh, okay, uh, do you know anybody for the job? And they say, no. Will, how do you handle that when they refuse to give you a referral? Well, I mean, there's, not, there's only so much you can do, right? I mean, you, you connect with them on LinkedIn. They see you through the years. The thing about jobs is that, you know, everybody looks for a job every three, six, three years, six years. It could be six months. I mean, they're going to come back to you. So the, you want to stay in touch with them, want to be in their in, – Somewhere down the line, you know, they'll come back to you. I, I promise. It's crazy. Some, it's the, okay, Will. The six degrees Will. of separation is really two degrees of separation. This is what I'm hearing. You are not a pushy guy. If they say, no, Will, I'm, I don't know anybody. I've been in the business for 10 years, but I don't know a soul I can tell you about. Now, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice talking but then to ask, you. But then ask it differently. Well, I mean, I've been pretty Go ahead. Give Alan, give Alan, Alan a chance. It, so. Give Alan, the smart guy, a chance to show me what should he do at that point. Well, number one, number one, he's right. It, number two, it's a big it depends. Number three, it depends if you're asking for that job. And number four, ask how you ask. Because if, if I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to Will, and Will's an executive and he's not interested in the job, I'd say, okay, well, and I'd respond the exact same way Will did. Well, what are you looking for? What, let's keep in touch. And I'd say, you know, when you ask who do you know, it's a bad way to ask the question. The way you ask the question is, well, that's great. What one person can I continue this networking with for this position? Everybody knows somebody, and if the person tells me I don't know anybody, they're pretty much now dropped down on my B or C list because any good professional knows networking is key. And if they're pulling that, then let drop them. Okay. You don't I say, liar. You don't say, liar. I know you know somebody, okay? Paul Lippman, what's your response when you ask for a referral and they say, I don't know anybody? Well, I could joke with them and say, yeah. you, you live in a shell? And say, what, you don't know anybody? But the, the real question is, I agree with Alan, it's, it's not who do you know, but who, you know, who do you respect in the industry that I should be talking to? Nobody. That, I can't give you no, any names. No, no, no. Wrong. 
go do. Would somebody would somebody partner and do a split with animals so he can go do some sourcing? I, like, <laughs> I want this done. Um, the, let him earn. Let him earn some American dollars. The um, okay. But if you ask, I've been told this by partners at Big Fours and a lot of others. When you ask who do you know, the other person's natural tendency is to think, who do I know that's looking for a job with that title? And it automatically right. eliminates ninety percent. And if you, but if you ask, hey, who, what one person, two people should I be networking with to continue this? You continue, you've left their network open and you focus them and you've not asked them too much because you're only asking them for one or two names. And most of the time, if you ask for one, you get two. You ask for two, you get three, four, or five. I got a I list in front of me. I agree with you. You I agree. Also, and you know what? Certain industries lend to that as well. Like sales guys will always give you names. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Be- because they want they want to be they want you to think that they're in the know that they know everybody. So they're going to give you names. By the way, I'm a sales recruiter. People that don't know me on this call, so that's you're exactly right. Okay. Let me ask you Not another an IT recruiter. And Paul, can I ask you a question yes. about that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you ask, one of the other things I do is if you're and I'm just going to use high tech as an example. If you're looking for a Cisco guy. Don't ask him for a Cisco person. Ask him for an e- ask him for a storage person. Ask him for a systems person because that's not competitive. And Bingo. chances are good they know those people. So don't ask. You you can ask for the exact position you're searching for, but on the other hand, you probably have other positions. So ask for a complementary position, and that'll still lead you back. And but you've still expanded your network. I agree. Hey, hey, Animal, this is Rich. I, I always just ask people, you know, who, if you were starting a team today, who would you hire? Who's the first mm-hmm. day you'd call, whether looking or not? And yeah. people love to give you give you answers, you know, not all the time, but, you know, it's it's better than just being blunt, hey, who do you know? Oh, Animal, okay. by the way, yeah. you want you want to you want to know the greatest the greatest thing you should also do with that? Once you contact that person and have a conversation no matter how it goes, send a really fast email to the person that gave them the name. Hey, talk to this. I talked to this person. I got their stuff. They're not a fit, but I'm looking forward to keeping in touch. Thanks a lot. That is gold. And by the way, we should be charging if you ever push this out on audio. Uh I agree. Hey, Will, I got a question for you. Yeah. When you do get that referral and you call that referral, Uh what do you tell them? How do you introduce yourself? Yeah. Well, I usually tell them the name of the person that referred them. I tell them that uh, about the role. I tell them about uh, myself, where I came from. I like to learn a little bit about them and uh, ask them what they're looking for, if this is an opportunity they're interested in, and then do the same thing Rich just said. I mean, you know, who, would you, who do you know, who in the industry is incredible that maybe you know, would be interested in something like this? But it's just – Somebody knows somebody that knows somebody. It's just a you know it's a trickle down effect. It's, that's how it works. Okay, Paul, did you want to disagree with him on that? Anything else there on how to how to introduce yourself when you're following no, up on a referral? No, I was just curious what his techno what his technique was. Okay, um, I could tell, I, mean, I, I, I could tell you didn't like it because he didn't deliver it in a formal way. But I'm ready to move on unless somebody <laughs> else wants to talk about it. I'm still willing because it's a good to a great topic. Okay, it's the one real nitty gritty of recruiting. I'll add to that. One of the things I usually do when I ask for a referral, 
<clears throat> I asked them why they why they gave me that name. What did they like about that person? And then I try, then I call when I call that person. I said, Hey, I was talking to either if it's confidential, someone I res- you know, who respects you, or if I give them the name, and I say they they thought you know you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, so to speak. Um, usually opens them up more when you give them a compliment at the, at the beginning. I, I here's the bottom person, line. Listen. You guys have got to be personal with these guys. I mean, they they have to feel comfortable with you. If they're gonna give you a name, you, they've got to feel like that they can trust you, they like you, and you got to build that you got to build that rapport with them quickly. And it depends on who you're talking to. The, it depends on their, where their interests lie to be able to get that kind of information. But it's just like you and I talking right now on the phone, Animal. You just got to be able to build the rapport. And the more they get to know about you, you can just say, man, it's, uh, you're in Philadelphia. It's pouring down rain. Tell me about what's going on out there. You know, and then they're going to feel like you're just personable with them. And it goes a lot. Really? I think they're, they're, I think they're going to think, what are you wasting my time talking about the, the rain in, in Philadelphia for? That's not why I answered the phone. I disagree, man. Okay. You're building – I disagree. It depends on what, you know, what's going on and that it, what they've been doing, and you know, you, you can find that and out also, pretty quickly. I'll just say this to, to, to close to close off this thing. Uh, when when you're doing this referral thing, there's a lot of confidentiality uh, confidentiality issues here. I, I remember, you know, sometimes I've told people, "Look, I don't have to mention your name," and I don't. And when I when I call somebody from from referral, I can't say that I'm going to get back to the first person and and tell them what happened because that's confidential. For the person you're now calling, this is there's all kinds of confidentiality confidentiality issues here. You guys don't even take them into account. It sounds like to me. Okay. Next topic. Next. Well, you know what? The next topic is going to be my ad for my good friends at Hire Tool. Now I say Hire Tool, <laughs> but the people who run the company say Hire Tool. Here's how it's spelled: H I R E. T-U-A-L. It is fantastic. I keep saying I don't know why they pay me to do an ad because everybody raves about it all over Facebook on every recruiting group for free. Here's how it works. You go to the site, HireTool.com. You put in in ordinary English a description of the position you're looking for. It builds a search string for you. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be knowledgeable about Boolean. It does it for you, and then it searches a wide range of websites like Facebook and LinkedIn and GitHub gives you a list of people. The ones at the top match your description most closely, and it goes down. It guesses their salaries. It guesses who's most likely to be ready to move, and it's really good for giving you contact information. If you don't believe me, go check it out for free. They've got a free extension at HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. Okay. Jerry, was that okay? I did that even without reading it or anything, just off the top of my head. You still with us? No. See, he's gone already. He came late, <laughs> gone early. Okay. You know, do you answer phone? This is a new one. Do you answer all phone calls like uh, Rich Rosen and Jerry? Any call that comes in, they pick up and answer it. Lots of people say no, they don't if they don't re- recognize the number. What about you, Will Thompson? I don't answer the phone. Gosh, I'm I'm totally different. I don't answer the phone. If I don't recognize the number, I, I'll I'll call you back. There's a lot of people that call me that that have seen me at a. I mean, I'm I'm part of the a, a job seekers network here. It's the the fifth largest. Um, job support group in the United States and a lot of people will call me and I and I I can't answer all the calls so I I usually t- see who it is and call them back but I but I don't answer the phone 
So you're going against Jerry and Rich, okay? Uh, you and Holy you time. also already went. You went against Glenn Kathy. I like it. You've got your. You're your own man, okay? You're there you your go. own man. And, and and you know what? I think that you are an extrovert because you sound kind of low key, but really you're, you're willing to talk to people about anything, about the rain in Philadelphia, about the university you went to, about your the university your wife went to. I, I wouldn't have the nerve to bring in all these extraneous topics, but you're very comfortable. In fact, you think that those things are the relationship builders. Am I right about that? I do think so. Yeah, I mean, I was watching, uh, what is that show on Netflix with Jerry Seinfeld, and he was interviewing... Um, Coffee and cars, and and uh, inter- interviewing the late night show host, and he said, you know, at the very beginning, it was hard because I didn't know what to say, and then it just stuff rolls off your tongue. And that's kind of how I feel about being a recruiter. It just you still, you share all sorts of personal stuff, and you don't even mean to. You're just you're just talking, right? Um, so I, I I will share a lot of stuff and, and just talk to people, and I'm very open. Okay, you said on Twitter, working with the right clients is the most important thing. I know that Rich Rosen is a big believer in it. He brags about how much he believes in, in that idea as well. Can you tell us a bit about your philosophy around having the right client, what it means? I've learned a lot. So this is my fourth year, fifth year in uh, running Bullseye, and, and, and it's, it's so true. I mean, there, I think what you need is a good client, it, it, it's great if you have an exclusive relationship. Um, you know, it can be in a contingent or retained, whatever you're able to do. And, and contingent agreements are not bad. Um, but you know, resp- someone that responds to calls, to texts, you know, um, t- takes care of the candidates. You know, that someone that wants to escort client their candidates. Um, you know, that that people little things like. Booking a hotel or a flight or having an agenda is so so key and, and someone that extends Yeah, but how offer. do you know that in advance? Do you, do you give them a chance to screw up the first time, and then if they do, you don't work with them again? Or do you, you know, at the intake session, do you say, listen, Miss Hiring Manager, if I send you a candidate, are you going to interview that person either on the phone or in person within 48 hours? Do you ask for a but, commitment like that? So I had, I'll give you a specific example because I know you love examples, but I had a client this year that I signed a contract with that I, that I probably should not have. Um, but it was a, a 60-day I, I bill, and then 30, 30 days later, um, 90 days is a 90-day guarantee, and I had to pay back. And I was like, gosh, that sounds horrible. I've never signed a contract ever that has a payback clause. It just I, – it's I, – I, you know, I will backfill it. I'll give you a trade credit, but I'll never backfill it. And we talked to, at length, and I said, you know, he's been in business for five years. They've never fired somebody. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go with this because the placement fees were, in between, were between thirty dollars and $50,000 apiece. Um, but he told me also that, that it would take two weeks to hire. Uh, and, it, you know, some of the people, the people that I put through the process ended up taking 90 days. Um, there was 12 interviews. Um, 17 hours of interviewing, and they had a guy that flew to San Francisco um, to, to meet everybody, the hiring manager and the CEO wouldn't meet him. Um, and then th- they met with the CEO uh, online. He was asleep, hungover, and uh, 
had his sheets pulled back like he just woke out of bed, turned off the monitor only to tell them that they couldn't hire somebody after 17 hours of interviewing and flying someone from New York to San Francisco. Now, did I know that was going to happen? I didn't. But I talked to the recruiter and I said, listen, this isn't working. You know, we need panel interviews. We need to have an agenda for a face-to-face meeting. You know, the CEO needs to be present. You know, we need to have better communication between the recruiter and what, I need to hold on. The I want some, uh, what did he do wrong? Anybody want to say, what, where did he go wrong? Did, or did he go wrong? He saw the $50,000 and he bent I'm, over. I shouldn't have signed said, the deal. I'm, I mean, that, that's the first thing I shouldn't have done. Okay. I mean, th- there's bad contracts, and that was a bad contract yeah. animal. But you I also never waited until 17 hours before you got out of it, and the guy had to go. I mean, this, this, this guy had to go totally crazy before you decided he was pissed to get off. out. He was so pissed off. And, uh, in fact, I mean, they lost – I mean, a lot of people that were going through the process, you know, said, hey, I'm, I'm just done with this client. I mean, they, they really ruined themselves. At okay, hold on. Uh, but just uh, the expert recruiters here, should he have handled it differently? Aside from signing on, once he was on, is there anything he should have done right away? Or should we just pass over on this, get, get rid of this story? Okay, so uh, let me come back to my question. You've got the hiring manager on the phone. Uh, do you do you try to tame them? You know, if they give you these specs and, and you think it's a bit ridiculous, do you do you tell them that, or uh, you know, or do you, do you say, I want I you mean, to look, interview my person? Go ahead. Look, everybody wants somebody for a certain rate, and, and Rich is on the phone. And he'll tell you that everybody wants you know salespeople for dirt cheap. Well, you can't have them. If you want the best of the best, this is what it's going to cost. You need to let the hiring manager know that. You need to set forward a process that makes sense, and you know, you need to be able to work with the hiring manager. Okay, through the what process kind of process sure makes sense? What do you say to him? Don't make me pull it out of you like teeth. You told us that weird story. Three to five what interviews you... max. Three to five interviews max. Panel uh-huh. interviews, um, and then then offer face to face, and then an offer. The reason being is because once people make a decision to make a move then they're on the market for a short amount of time. Yeah, I don't so, so you, you tell them, final time, let me ask this question again. Do you say, look, if I present somebody, you've got to interview them in 48 hours? My contracts say 24 hours, yes. But 24 you, hours? I, I, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with if we set a time or just feedback, you know? So uh-huh. I want some feedback within 24 hours to, if we're going to move forward with them or not. Okay, I'm going to do another ad. I want to know what kind of LinkedIn account you have. What's your relationship with LinkedIn as soon as I return? Hi, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for Honeit. H-O-N-E-I-T. Honeit is the phone interview technology. Here's how it works. You know what? The, the Nick, he's always telling me, sell the benefits, not the features. I'll do it my way, okay? The candidate and the recruiter dial into the interview, just like they would ordinarily to any kind of call. Then they have their regular conversation, but here's the thing. It's recorded, so you have an audio recording. It doesn't matter. If you miss something, you've got it recorded already. Not only that, it's automatically transcribed into text. You can read it. You can search for keywords. You don't have to keep worrying. I don't type fast enough. I don't write fast enough. I can't get it down. Yes, you can with Honit technology. 
Yeah, and then you can pass that information around. You don't have to worry about having a zillion interviews or even panel interviews like Will is just saying. Panel interviews suck, in my opinion, okay? In this case, you interview the person and then pass around your recorded or your uh, transcribed interview for other people to check out. And look at this. When you're coming to a key question, you press a button when you start, and you press another button when you're finished, and it is automatically turned into a clip, a special clip. So the people who want to know, what does this uh, candidate know about this? What does he or she think about that? They don't even have to listen to the whole interview or read it. They can just go directly to the money questions. So check them out, please, at Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Okay, what kind of LinkedIn account do you have Will Recruits, at Will Recruits. What kind of LinkedIn account? The Light. LinkedIn. Which Recruiter one? Light. LinkedIn Recruiter yeah. Light. Yeah. Uh-huh. And do you find most of your candidates on LinkedIn? I do. Uh-huh. Okay. And we got a lot of great people on the line here, you know, Paul and Rich and Jerry and Alan and Kathy and Michael G. Cox, anybody want to, there's 15 minutes left, anybody want to ask uh, Will a question or talk about some specific thing? I've got tons more, but, you know, I'd like to give you guys a chance. Go ahead. Five, four, three, two. No one wants to talk to you. It's over. They're all tired. Are they all bored now? Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to come back to this question. So you don't persuade candidates to change their mind. Does anyone ever say to you, no, Will, I'm not interested and then you turn them around. All the time. I mean, but look, either you, you want to make a change or, or, or you don't. I mean, you have to sell something compelling about the company. But, look, you could be in a, a situation where, you know, you, you, you've been with the company. You like the boss. You, you like the people you work with. You know, it has it, the hours are great. It works with you and your family. And, and you, you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. If, if, if they don't want to make a change, then they're not going to make a change. Look, I know that there's – uh, people out there that have certain skill sets that are, when you're doing executive searches, that you really need to go after. Um, but in, in that case, it's different. But for just the standard people, I, I don't want to be the horse. Well, 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 wake up. You said, sure, I change people's minds after they say no. And then when you answered the question in detail, you said, no, look, if they're happy where they are, I'm not going to turn them around. So which is it, Okay. Does anyone say no, and then you persuade them to go out to the interview anyway and consider the position? If I feel like I, there's times when I go after them and they're like, hey, you know, this sounds like a, a good opportunity after you're giving me more, but I'm not going to continue pestering them if, if it's just not the right fit. Okay. And so if they say I, no. I, I think that and... most people are like that, that are recruiters. I mean, listen, I mean, I want to go find someone that's interested in the job. Can I persuade someone? Absolutely. If I've done my very best and, you know, they're still set where they are, then let them stay where they are. How, how, let, let me ask you this. How would you try to persuade somebody? If they say, I'm not interested, what would you do next in order to try to persuade them before you give up? I want to know their interests. I want to know exactly what they want to do. I mean, what what is their career path? What's what do they want to do next? If I have something that will will let them do that, then I will do my very best to give them everything I can about the company, the opportunity, and why it's a good fit for them. Do you ever if it's say not something after, they want to do with on, their career? Wait. If it's not something they want to do with their career, then that's it's a mute point. 
Do you ever say, do you ever say, listen, Bill, will you, will you reconsider for these reasons? Take a look at second look at this. Will you said you want X, Y, Z. I can give you X, Y, Z. Will you reconsider your lack of interest in this? Well, sure, sure. You say that? How do you say it? Just like you said. Listen, if you find the interest and they align with what they're looking for, yeah. and they're saying, you know, I, there's something – let me tell you, there's a lot of companies out there that may have a bad glass door rating or may have, you know, employees have said something, you know, that's not great about the company. If there's some new management or if there's something else out there that you can share with them, you can always say, listen, please – Take those things aside and let, let's look at the big picture here. This is what they're trying to do. Would you reconsider? So you've had people say no, they're not interested because of a glass door. Uh, uh, All the time, uh, man. All the time. And what do you, how do you handle that? Give us one real example. Can you remember one? Well, I have a client right now that has uh, had, a, uh, had a VP that, that hired a lot of people that didn't do a very good job. Of, of hiring people, and they have they had a pretty bad glass door meeting, glass door rating, um, and they had 60% turnover, and um, a new VP came in, and now they have a, a 90% attrition rate or um, 90% retention satisfaction uh, rate. Okay, satisfaction, satisfaction rate. So, you know, okay. if if you can get okay, but you know what, that, you had something you you had something new there to work with. What if there was no VP? No new new VP. It was the same old uh, executives. Would what would you have done when the person said, you know, I read their uh, again? Uh, it goes back to the point: Is this the client you want to work with? Because it's going to be an uphill battle from day one. Uh-huh. And that's the one thing about being an agency recruiter: you can kind of pick and choose which clients you want to work with. If you're gonna uh-huh. if you're gonna fight against an uphill battle because they are not willing to pay and there's bad management, it's probably not a client I want to work with. Okay, so you. What about new business development? Do you take a look at uh, at at someone's uh, company's glass door rating before you actually try to get business I do, with them? I, I do, I do. Mm-hmm. How do you manage your? How do you get new business? A hundred percent of it, still to this day, four years into it, is through my social media presence. So you go back to the blogging and stuff like that. People still come through that, and then through my reputation, through stuff like this. That's not. That's the exception, not the rule. I know a lot of people do a lot of cold calling and do things like that, but that, I don't need to do that. We're doing very well. We're growing, and we haven't had to do that yet. Okay, so all of your jobs are just falling into your lap from your uh, social media content. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're telling yes. me? Yeah. And are you posting on – the last time you were here, you were posting on LinkedIn. You spoke to Tony Restell. He coached you about how to manage your LinkedIn presence. Are you posting a lot on LinkedIn? Not as much as I used to. Okay. So people are just going to your old cache of your archive on your bullseye recruiting blog. Or my reputation. I mean, you work hard on what, you, what you've done, right? Yeah, but it's all word of mouth. Okay. Anybody want to comment? I mean, is, the, is everybody hugged up already? I don't know. I mean, before everybody was very active. What uh, makes me nervous? Nobody's just now. It's just me. I could talk to Will all day. Will, if somebody, if you were going to move into a new, um, uh, a new niche, you know, let's say yep. you wanted to start stop doing sales and do something else, right? Uh, would you ever consider doing that? The one vertical I want to get more involved with in is, is healthcare. I think there's a huge need for it. 
Um, I have a wife that is a nurse, and, and I, we were able to do a really good search with Whole Foods and find them a, a doctor, and we had a lot of fun with it. So I'd like to do more of that, but that's the niche that, that we would like to spend more okay. time so in. So you've got her. You, you know, you're actually you're in a good position because you've got she, – she's an insider. You've got her yeah. as a reference, and she can teach you. But if you – what would you do to – so if, if you were moving into healthcare, would you pump her for information, or would you try to learn it on your own? <laughs> well, I would work because you don't know you don't know anything. You don't know what sure. a doctor does. What? I would work with her to, absolutely to to give me the lingo for sure. Okay, it, you don't really it know does the help job. Have that person on my team. Uh huh. So when you call somebody up, so let's say you were trying to get new business development and you were uh, you were new in the field, what would you what would you do? How would you promote yourself to a company when you hadn't worked in healthcare before, aside from a few jobs? Well, the first thing first, I mean, we'd use our existing network. I mean, my wife's been here for, you know, 20 years, and, and, and we have a, a long portfolio of doctors she's worked with, so we would go after the places she's worked, and, and uh, we would have a, a warm introduction there, and hopefully through referrals and, and things like that, our business would grow. Okay, so you wouldn't worry about having to talk to – you wouldn't have to talk to any strangers. You'd have warm leads through your wife. That's your strategy, right? Yes. Okay. So you I, think I, I'm you not could a do... big cold caller, man. I, it's not something I particularly enjoy. I hope you're picking up on that. I, I you know, I. Okay. We do just but I'm fine just wondering it. if if you were left on a desert island without your wife to hold your hand and you had to build a new business, would you be able to do it? How would you do it? I think you could. I just want you to tell me what you would do. You had to get new business on your own in a field you've never worked in before. You think you could do it? Yes or no? Man, you know I haven't done it in a long time. But first start when I, when I first started my career in, in 1998, I, I drove around in the car, wrote buildings uh, down, and and knew exactly who was in Austin. And then I would cold call the businesses and and introduce myself and ask for an opportunity to to help them out. I mean, it's tough work, but that's what I would do. If if I uh-huh. were going to to start from scratch, I would just Find out who's hiring. I would go to Indeed. I would go to all the major websites, find out who's hiring, and then going after them and calling the individual managers that are hiring them for the certain areas, and then I would just call them. And if they said, Will, Will, how many placements have you made in healthcare last year? And you said one or two. Uh, What would you – and they say, well, look, why should I use you? You you don't have any experience in this field. What would you say then? I'm growing my business. Look, this is ground floor opportunity. This is what I've done with my career, and uh, you know, I, I, I know we can do it. We have the resources to do it, and I'd also hire people that that knew a little bit more than I do. That's the key to this whole thing. Oh, I see. Okay, final question: What's your favorite uh, three uh, LinkedIn? I mean, uh, Chrome extensions, or do you use any? You don't sound like a Chrome extension kind of guy. I use Contact Out. That's probably my Contact my very Out. Favorite. That's you don't yeah, use Hire um, Tool. I have it on my web browser. I don't use it a lot, but I. I uh-huh. But it. What other ones? There. Contact out. Anything else? Anything else? Those are the primary ones. Okay. Any final words for the show? Everybody's abandoned you. Any anything final words? Is there a message you want to deliver to the world? So you know we're growing, right? Our business is. Uh, we've we've grown leaps and bounds this year, and you know if you're. What does that mean? You have for sales, recruiting, help. That's what I do. I would love to you have, partner with you. you have, okay. You have people That's working his cold for you call, now. man. 
What's that? That's that's my cold call right there. Yeah. Okay. At Will Recruits, this is your best appearance yet, in my humble opinion. Thank you. Thanks, man. I just same old thing. I, as a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got nothing from this show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.